Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Well, did you notice any difference over the weekend around the sale of alcohol? New laws have come into effect around how it's sold in an attempt to reduce the attractiveness of alcohol to children and young people. And joining us is Eunan McKinney uh, from um, Alcohol Action Ireland. He's the head of communications and advocacy there. And Ray O'Halloran uh, of Limerick City, Bill, the good friend of the Limerick Today show, who has uh, an interest uh, in this area as uh, well. Um, now, Eunan, um, um, it's it says um, under these new regulations, which are going to be monitored by HSE environmental health officers, uh, that uh, a separate area of the shop separated by a physical barrier, which is a minimum height of not less than 1.2 metres uh, and through which alcohol and advertisements for alcohol are not visible. That's a, a, an option uh, for um, people running um, supermarkets, for example, to take. Now, as it happens, I was in the same supermarket two weeks in a row. I was there last week and I bought a bottle of wine and I was there over this weekend and bought a bottle of wine and this weekend there were barriers um, mm. but it was very easy to see through those barriers the mm. section that you were talking about it was very easy to see lots of uh, different types of alcohol on sale and on display and if it weren't for the fact that Amri had pointed out to me that this we were doing this item this morning I would have thought what is this about and what's the point Mm. Okay, well, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of that question. But I know there is, anyway. but there's a point in that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, the point is that in the supermarket, what the what the what the point about it is is that the area for selling alcohol is now an exclusive area, and it will have to be cornered off by a segregated barrier, essentially. And it means that again, it will be against the law for an area such as that to be accessed as a true way as well. So what they're what what the the measures are endeavouring to do are two things. One is to try and begin a process of denormalizing alcohol whereby we have to physically and mentally make a, a, a different type of decision making in relation to accessing alcohol and the purchase of alcohol. And secondly, from a from the child's point of view, it's intended that that barrier is supposedly high enough so that a child essentially cannot see access or see alcohol when they're accompanying parents uh, in the supermarket. And this is just but one option. There are there are two other options as well, and people will see these options flow through probably in the coming weeks. I think the retailers are perhaps a little slow. But, but Union, um, I bought yeah. exactly the same volume of alcohol the week oh, that no, the I'm, barriers weren't there as the no, week I mean, that the barriers were. Yeah, but this, this in itself isn't the silver bullet to solve in all our But is it of any use at all? Oh, no, it definitely is of use because it'll take time for this to become a normal action across all supermarkets and all shops. So in the shops, what, we're endeavoring, what, the, what the Act endeavours to do is it ensures that all alcohol will be taken off shop floors and have to be placed behind barriers or behind doors and those doors in themselves will have to be less visible so and then alcohol that's behind like cigarettes you got to think of it in the context of cigarettes like you know so behind the counter in convenience stores where there's a display of alcohol 
that will have to be put behind uh, a barrier as well. And what it's, what it's about is a process whereby we begin to denormalise alcohol as a normal commodity, which, of course, alcohol is not a normal commodity. It's not a grocery item. Alcohol is, as we know, a harmful product which causes a lot of harm throughout society. And what this is endeavouring to do is just to try and put a barrier physical and mental, in relation to how we approach alcohol. Um, Ray, what do you make of it? I think it's the greatest load of rubbish I have ever come across. I'm just after coming out of a a supermarket five minutes ago. If I went in for a bottle of wine, I'd still be able to get the bottle of wine, like you were saying. If I had a kid outside a barrier, he'd be able to say that one. It's so ridiculous, I can't believe it. He he said normalised alcohol. He said that three or four times there. Uh, I think it's ridiculous. And if they do put up a a, a barrier that you can't see through, you have to have a door to go in. Surely to God, this is a ridiculous thing to do. I can't understand it at all. Maybe it's just to appear as if they're doing something. Yeah. You can't buy buy children's clothes, but you can go in and get alcohol. They close the pubs but you can go into a supermarket, it's full. It's absolutely ridiculous. I can't understand it. Young, they'll talk about the mental health of, of young kids uh, not being able to get uh, alcohol. Still in their 20s and 30s. But yet they'll close the gym. I, I can't understand this at all. I can't get my head around it. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I have to say, Union, I just could not see the point. I, I have to agree with Ray here. When I was in there on Saturday, I'm not playing the supermarket, but I just couldn't see the blooming point. Well, if, it, if I tell you that, in, in accordance with the trade data, with say from people like Nielsen, who manage and monitor you know, purchasing trends in shops, we know that a third of all alcohol, a third of all wine sales, for example, are impulsive purchases. Now, what does that mean? That means that essentially wine and promotion of wine has been put into supermarkets in a way that people are tripping across it essentially on their normal trip and that they're picking it up like they would milk, like they would a packet of biscuits, like they would any other product. So what this is about is trying to put some degree of a curb on that demand. And we have to see it in the context of a whole set of measures which have been taking place over the last, over the last two years and into the next two years as well in relation to how we actually treat alcohol. So one of the things, like I think in the context of, we say, a convenience store, where we know that beer, for example, or or, uh, slabs of beer essentially are stacked on the floor as as essentially as an enticement for people to purchase, that the promotion of those alcohols will, will not be allowed to be done any longer. You will have to go through into a separate area or you'll have to be in a separate engagement around alcohol. And that will make a difference over time. It won't make a difference today because, of course, people are still normalised around alcohol. But if we put in place these measures and if we put alcohol behind barriers and we put it behind doors, just like we did with tobacco, we will see improvement over time. And remember, the analysis has to be done with tobacco. Like 30 years ago, 45% 45% of people smoked. Today, 16% of people yeah. smoke. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, this is a slow okay. burner. Well, this well, will take time. Um, uh, what we're trying to do essentially is put, as I've spoken to some people earlier, is, you know, we're trying to put the genie back in the bottle here. You know, yes. Because 
Alcohol is not a normal okay, product. It okay, okay. Well, 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 what about that, Ray? I mean, does that make more sense to you now? It makes absolutely no sense. Is he trying to cut down the sale of alcohol or is he not? Because if I want to drink, I go in. if it's a wall, I go over a wall. If it's a fence, I go in through the door. What are you talking about? And they're trying to cut out the sale of alcohol. If they're trying to cut out the sale of alcohol, then they tell the supermarkets or whoever it is to cut down on their sales. Or ban the sale. He's not really talking sense at all, is he? What's the point of having a barrier that you can get inside to purchase your alcohol? And he's equating it with milk. Maybe he'll equate it with a bar of chocolate next. I don't know. I think it's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Unit? Well, it, well, indeed, it is a bit like a bar of chocolate. Exactly like a bar of chocolate. Because we know... Well, I can, bars, I, I can have 10 bars of chocolates and I won't be falling around the place. No, but what I'm saying is the sale of chocolate, for example, in in supermarkets, we know, is placed in a place whereby people will be tempted to buy it and take extra amounts of it. So what we're trying to do in this context is to break that link, is to break that barrier or to break that openness around that call. And it mm. will make a difference. It, do you know what it, it did to me, Eunan? Do, you know, do, you know, do you know what I found fascinating about it was? It actually drew my eye more to the same area where they were selling the alcohol the previous week. The barrier. Well, that may be so. But, again, but I mean, so what's the point? Because, because it's a great today, advertising ploy, by the way, for the alcohol forum. What's the purpose of all this? Tell me what's the purpose. I'm an ordinary layman. I'm not into what it is that you're talking about. What is the purpose of putting up a barrier if I can walk inside it and purchase whatever I need? The purpose of the, of the act and the measures is to ensure that we reduce the sale of alcohol and that we start to bring down the, the consumption of alcohol by about 3% per annum over the next seven years. That's what it's intended to do. And it's part of a series of measures which have taken place over the last two years and which will take place over the next coming years. And in tandem with this particular measure, in January what we're going to see is the the taking of alcohol away from promotions in the supermarket. So in in addition to this, from January of 2021, what you will see is that you will no longer be able to purchase um, types of offers which are like, you know, six bottles of wine for the price of five. Or more importantly, you won't be able to purchase alcohol and accumulate points. Uh, in relation to, we'd say, you know, vouchers or uh, some of those sort of promotional schemes that operate in supermarkets. Right. Um, so this is all about trying to transform okay. well, well, let's the, just, marketing, the marketing yeah, and promotion yeah. of alcohol. Let, let's just remind ourselves of clinical psychologist uh, Dr. Mally Coyne. She chatted to us on the show in recent weeks about the impact alcohol-dependent parents have on their children. It can have a huge impact on children in terms of their development, in terms of their emotional well-being. Children rely on their parents for food, for clothing, for a safe and warm environment. Um, and predictability is a huge part of that. And having a parent who's reliable um, and routines and care and support. And, you know, they rely on the boundaries as well to develop into responsible, well-adjusted adults. So if a, if a parent is abusing alcohol within the home, those, um, you know, all those critical things for a child's, you know, well-being are going to be impacted on 
by by the parent drinking. It's just a really, really difficult thing, and it can consume a child. It depends on the, the level of it, but it can consume a child. It can, you know, shape their every moment from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed because they're kind of wondering... You know, they're looking out for the signs. Is mommy or daddy drinking today? Is there going to be a row in the house? There might be increased conflict. Parents can be, you know, people can be socially isolated in the household because it's a shameful thing as well. So it, it, it can really have a massive impact on the child. That's clinical psychologist Dr. Mally Coyne chatting to us recently on the show. Well, listen, thank you both very much uh, for talking to us. Rayo Allen from Limerick City, Bill, the good friend of the Limerick Today Show, and Eunan McKinney uh, from Alcohol Action Ireland. What do you think? Uh, do let us know. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.